BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. TheChairShot.com TheChairShot.com Always, always use your head. You are now listening to Chair Shot Radio. Always use your head. What is up? Welcome to the Wednesday morning edition of Chair Shot Radio. My name is Greg DeMarco. Follow along with me on all of your forms of social media at Chair Shot Greg. That's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Chair Shot Radio is your daily dose of sports entertainment and sports entertainment brought to you each morning right here on the Chair Shot Radio Network. Follow the website at Chair Shot Media. These shows do stream live on thechairshot.com as well as all of your favorite podcasting platforms like iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, Google Podcasts, and so many more. So like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review. We appreciate all of your listening, all of your purchases, sitting through the commercials, everything you do to support our efforts here at the Chairshot Radio Network. So stick around, stick with us, because, well, we're talking zombies today, and I'm excited about it. Of course, I say we, that is because I am joined by the other half of this Wednesday morning Chair Shot Radio tag team. You can find her on Facebook and Instagram at the hashtag Miranda, but no Twitter because she's the Twitterless heroine herself, the queen of soft style, Miranda Morales. Yes, I'm excited about this topic. Are you? Because I love zombies. Zombie movies are my favorite. My favorite. I'm obsessed with zombies. Well, you're going to have every opportunity to be obsessed with zombies here in the next few minutes as we kind of hit that topic here on Chair Shot Radio. Now, interesting aside that I need to talk about because, you see, we we upload our, our podcast to a platform, and that platform does things like commercials and things like that. However, little known fact, you cannot cannot insert a commercial in the first five minutes or the last five minutes of the show. So I can't suddenly wind it up and have you start reading and talking about purchasing t-shirts and then finish at like four minutes and 30 seconds. And then I got to like, you know, filibuster for 30 seconds and make it sound all weird and not go to the commercial. So you're so, just like filibustering now? So I'm filibustering so now. But now, Miranda, I feel comfortable to cease my filibustering. The filibustering is ceasing yes okay well then 
If we are ceasing, it's time. Yes, it is indeed time for you to go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot to purchase your very own chair shot t shirt today. When you go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot, you're going to find over 25 different t shirt designs all in support of the chair shot.com. That includes the OG chair shot logo and some fun t shirts like the Corona t- chair shot t shirt, uh, suck it nerds. Of course, the unofficial official t-shirt of one Patrick O'Dowd, save hashtag, hashtag save tag team wrestling, the queen of soft style t-shirt, and of course, everybody hates gray. You can also pick up your everybody hates Corbin, Baron Corbin t-shirt. It's been a while since I've said that one. That's why it slipped. Uh, and uh, much, much more at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. T-shirts start at $19.99, but hey, if you want to spend a few extra dollars, you can order it in soft style, and trust me, it's going to be worth it. So go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot. That is ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot. Man, I got a filibuster for like 15 seconds. I didn't time it out right. I know, right? I came so close. See, if you would have actually let me finish my other sentence beforehand. You are exactly right. I am exactly right. Order in the court. Today is the day, Marcus. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. You doing the buzzer, but not doing the buzzer is like my favorite thing of the day so far. Like, seriously. I only do it during the one show. I know. I didn't expect you to do it. What was funny was you doing it, pretending to do it for this edition of the show, but not actually well, doing it. But nobody knows that. Nobody knows now. that, Greg. And Except now. Now people know it. Pulling wow. the curtain back. You're, you're I'm just getting ready the for the hashtag Miranda show where we pull the curtain way too far back, as we always do. Mm-hmm. So that is. Oh, it's getting pulled back. Getting pulled back. It is. No, I, you don't even know what I want to do. You, it's going to get pulled back. Oh, trust me. okay. All right. All right. Then. It might be the same idea you have. You don't. It could be a very similar idea. Uh, we'll, we'll discuss that later. But right now we're talking zombies because yes. during the build to WrestleMania Backlash, we got ourselves booked a lumberjack match between The Miz and Damian Priest. And all was well. And everybody's expecting a lumberjack match. And then it turned out to be, well, what? What did it turn out to be, Miranda Morales? It turned out to be not just a regular run-of-the-mill lumberjack match where you have wrestlers come out and, you know, and circle around the ring. You had a zombie lumberjack match. Yes. In which zombies circled the ring. Yep. Zombies. Zombies. What I mean, I know you're not on Twitter, but but you do lurk and peruse. I mean, what do you imagine the reaction was amongst the internet wrestling community? Oh my god! To the zombie the lumberjack match, it broke the internet. Like I think, and not in like the good fun time way. No. The wrestling fans losing their their shit, and oh my gosh, this is what wrestling is now. 
We have a zombie lumberjack match. Yes. To which Chris Jericho pointed out, WWE set the business back 30 years. Which I don't believe they were doing zombie lumberjack no, matches wait, 30 years no, ago. No. <laughs> no, I mean, the, the ECW zombie was what? 15 years ago? That was ago? like 2006, 2007, yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, that was really the origin of zombies in wrestling. Unless, that's also the other argument, is that those same fans who hate zombies in wrestling essentially are hating on The Undertaker because technically he's a zombie because he's undead. Um, so we're getting into semantics here um, yeah, we of are. types of zombies, which is very normal, actually, for zombie enthusiasts. You have your zombie types. You know, when you have zombie movies, you have, you know, the traditional Night of the Living Dead, slow walking zombies. You have, you know, the updated, uh, you know, Dawn of the Dead, which they're more faster pace. And then 28 Days Later, which they're runners. Then you have Walking Dead, which is more decrepit, but slower. Um, and, and, of course, Resident Evil zombies, which are more, like, genetically modified. So, you know, uh, I think people are, are splitting hairs here now because, you know, the types of, of zombies. But also, you know, if you hate the zombie lumberjack match and, and you hate on it, but you still like The Undertaker, then you're a hypocrite. Which I, I don't like think that's that. a fair assessment. I like calling fans out of being hypocritical. You know, I mean, I, that's just, that's oh, my it favorite is, But thing. I also feel like you can like one zombie genre and not another. You can, you Pick can a like side. The Undertaker and not, huh? Pick a side, Miranda. Jeez. No, I'm saying like, I kind of, I think you cannot like, I'm on the side of at least the fans. I may not agree with the what they're complaining about, but I defend their right to complain about it. I guess. You know, I I could still like the under I could still like one zombie genre and not the other. You could still like the Undertaker and not like the zombie lumberjack match. That's all. That's all I'm saying. But I also disagree. Uh, the whole Chris Jer- this is part of Chris Jericho's gimmick, though. It is his whole now gimmick. That is doesn't make it okay. Crap. No, I know. I'm not. I'm just saying. Like he he's don't not because I feel like he truly feels like this put the business back thirty years. He does it because he knows people. Really well. He's using that line because other people use that line about AEW stuff that they say they're yes. setting the business back yes. 30 years. That's why Jericho's anyway. using that that stupid line. But Same Chris Jericho who fell 15 feet, not 30 like people start to say, into a pile of cardboard. I think so. they're mad that they didn't think about it first. That's Probably. Like, I would have not been surprised if this shit would have ended up on This AEW. came like four days after the Young Bucks ripped off I'm Sorry I Love You. And ruin Christopher Daniels. You moment. know what? Okay, can can I just go on a on a rant about that for just a quick second? Because Please. Because we were we were just talking about as we were getting on board uh, to this, we we said good, our goodbyes to Pecker, Patrick O'Dowd, who you know is is one of the co-hosts of the Baby Faceo podcast, and he said, "Hey guys, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna watch that Shawn Michaels A and E documentary," and they go over that match. And I, I remember sitting there and audibly out loud, I said, I hate, I hate, I hate when people try to replicate that moment of I'm sorry, I love you. I hate it. It, it, it is the one thing that I truly despise that it should not ever be replicated and no one has ever done a good job of doing it. I understand that they may be kind of adding some humor to it, but no one should ever try and do it, whether it's joking, not joking. 
uh, serious, you know, thinking I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to steal this line. Like, no, it only worked one time and it worked the one time. Don't, don't think you're that cool or your storyline is that important to ever think that that line is ever going to work for you. Cause it won't nothing you ever do will make that line as good as the original. So let me find my, uh, where's my tweet? Let me see if I can find my, my, I haven't tweeted in quite a few days, so it's got to be yes. easy to find. Let's see. Okay. Here. Well, I'll continue to, to filibuster with that because it was just such a beautiful line. It was, you know, of course, the comparisons to old Yeller and whatnot, but it was, you know, a turning point where, and they talk about it throughout the, the feud and even in, you know, the documentary about someone's entire career, they admired you know, their opponent in this case, Shawn Michaels admired Ric Flair wanted to grow up to be like him and had the chance to, to, to retire him. You know, his love of wrestling revolved around Ric Flair and it was such an important moment. Like I just can't think of any other dynamic, whether it's a friendship, whatever it is that comes that full circle. And again, this is more of an independent wrestling nuance, but still shame on the Bucks too for doing it. Again, I'm sure they were trying to be funny about it, but it was just stupid. It was just fucking stupid. So here is the tweet that I tweeted on May 13th. It says, fact, purposely ripping off historic gimmick slash moments isn't a gimmick. It's Bush League. Looking at you at Young Bucks, you're better than that. At least, I hope you are. They have not blocked me, thankfully. And Good, yeah. And that's that it. Means yeah. Can... They also, in their Twitter yeah, bio, currently says, we are the ones, their, their Twitter bio says, we are the ones who told the truck to cut right before SCU hugged. Yeah, their, their gimmick is really, it, it's, I, you, when, just when you think they couldn't get more annoying, they get more annoying. So, yeah. There we go. Um, I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. So zombies took over the Thunderdome for the Lumberjack match between Damian Priest and The Miz, and everybody lost their collective minds. (sighs) Which way do we want to go with this? Because, okay, I'll let you start. Thoughts? Well, I think, okay, so there's a few things that I have heard, you know, as far as some people's opinions that we can kind of discuss uh, about why this didn't work for whatever, you know, again, multiple reasons. One was that there was some fans who seemed upset that this happened out of nowhere. Like it, there was no storyline drawn to it. There was no rhyme or reason. Literally no one knew about this until it happened. You had the tie-in with Dave Batista who helped narrate or who narrated the beginning of the, um, the the show and the opener and of course he's starring in the new netflix movie uh army of the dead which is a zombie flick so there is that tie into the movie um and instead of kind of a typical promo crossover where we see dave and all of that this took things to a new level so there was some people who thought hey if you would have drawn this in if there was some kind of storyline that had started even the day before a few days before on smackdown Maybe it would have been more well received, or people would have said, "Okay, I." They kind of expected it. <laughs> can I? Can I, but, I, I? I like you. You share these thoughts, and I'm going to give you my opinion on them. Okay. Yeah. Had that happened, had there been more of a storyline reason to have zombies as lumberjacks, 
at Backlash, WrestleMania Backlash, do we really think this same collective group of idiots would have responded positively? I don't think so. I, really I don't. yeah, I, I that's an understatement right there. Yes, there's no chance in hell. I even have that soundbite somewhere. The the no chance in hell soundbite because there's no way that those fans would have liked it. None. Zero. So the the next part, and this is where suspension of disbelief comes into play, is that, uh, you know, you have zombies who then, you know, that they do what zombies do, attack people. And, uh, you know, in, in horror movies, typically when a zombie attacks someone, they either turn into a zombie or they die. And in the case of Morrison, John Morrison, he got attacked by a zombie and then showed up the next night on Raw. So there is no continuity as to, you know, suspension of disbelief that if you get attacked by a zombie, you should die. And then that means your character should die and you should be written off TV. Is apparently- what, Wait a minute, though. What, what if... John Morrison is actually the most highly functioning zombie there is and has actually been a zombie all along. No, I'm saying he should at least like they should have followed up with like maybe showing a bite, just like a bite mark, you know, one bite mark on his wrist. And then maybe him starting to feel the symptoms of turning into a zombie and then he turns into a zombie. That's really the story that that's actually a zombie archetype where someone gets bit and then you have to see them through the process of turning into a zombie. And sometimes it's heartbreaking. And sometimes, you know, some people get what they deserve. Um, and that would have been some good follow-up is to to have them turn into a zombie. But in a world where things are predetermined and we are meant to suspend our disbelief, you're then putting logic into a, uh, trying to make logic in, out of an illogical situation to say, man, they got attacked by zombies. They should be dead. That's really the vibe I get from people as to why they're so upset of this storyline is that it's so far fetched. It's so outrageous. What other things in pro wrestling have you seen that are just as outrageous? And like uh, most of them. Yes. So I just, to me, that part, I also don't get as to why people are so upset storyline-wise that people aren't dead or haven't turned into a zombie. So here's the other thing, though. The Miz suffered a torn ACL and is going to be out seven to nine months. Perfect storyline reason to keep the Miz gone now is he got attacked by zombies. But he was not turning into a zombie. No, but we could sell that he's dead, and then he can return from the dead. The Undertaker's retired. We have our new undead wrestler in The Miz. I don't mean any of this, by the way. I just want to point that out right now. I was going to say, like, I was like, oh, this is, you know, he's so Hollywood. I mean, think about it. There are Hollywood conspiracy theories. Like, you know, during the Babyface Heel podcast, we talked about, you know, Lionel Richie the entire time. And somehow the thought of... uh, uh, who was it? The member of the Beatles that I'm thinking of, uh, Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. The whole theory that he was dead and he was replaced by a lookalike. I feel like that would be such a good storyline for Miz to come back and be like, maybe he's still acting weird, and people are like, "Is that really the Miz?" What maybe if they? Somebody. I'm gonna go crazy. Okay. Why not? What if they brought back Damian Sandow? 
to be, but wait, 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 wait. You haven't gotten to the best part yet. To come back and play the role of the Miz, except everybody acts as if it's actually the Miz. As if the Miz was recast. And so everyone just treats him as if he was the Miz. Even Maurice comes out as if it was the Miz. Like literally do everything as if it's the Miz except it's Damian Sandow. For like nine months. Then, in total Roseanne, the Miz comes back nine months later, replaces Sandow, and no one says a thing about it. They just keep moving forward as if the Miz was always there the whole time. This is, you're welcome, WWE. And you're welcome, Damian Sandow, because I just got you a much better job than the one you have. Yes. So So you're welcome. I, I think, you know, there is, in some ways, it does make sense that this movie related gimmick match happened with the Miz because he's all about entertainment. He he's sure all is. about being in the movies and he sold it really, really well. So I think out of, of all the matches on that card, this did make the most sense. Of course it did. It. Now it is a big, you know, uh, plug for a Netflix movie, which, you know, is not your typical, uh, uh, way that you would help promote a movie. It really is much more hands-on, but, you know, this is also one of the most creative ways it's been done because guess what? Everyone's still talking about it. The internet yes. is a buzz. Everyone is talking about it. And if you don't think that's not causing some people to pique their interest and say, huh, I guess I'm going to check out this Army of the Dead movie. I mean, come on now. Come on. And I also have a good appreciation for the special effects of, of the zombies. They were done very well. It's not like ECW zombie where they just, you know, B movie rate zombies. This was a high quality level zombie. And I can appreciate that. I would have liked more blood coming out of maybe like the mouths or the hands. You know, I'm a little bit more on the gory side personally. And, uh, but you know what too, if, if, if there was maybe a little bit more context as maybe like a special theme to this match outside of it being a lumberjack uh, match or, or maybe more cinematic, I think there would have been maybe a bigger buy-in too. And I had flashbacks to the match from Halloween Havoc uh, between Dexter Loomis and um, oh, Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. And those zombies worked really well. Again, the bigger theme of well, not the only match that, was... But- can't, they turned a referee into a zombie, and then mm-hmm. the next week, Cameron Grimes was still afraid of that referee, even when he was yes. back in human form. So there's your continuity. So, yes, NXT nailed the zombie. Always gimmick. better. NXT That's does really, everything. Yeah. Better. Here's what yeah, I want to do. So. We're gonna, I want to go to commercial, and when I come back from commercial, I want to explain to everybody why this is okay. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. All right. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. 
Chair Shot Radio, Wednesday morning edition. Greg DeMarco, Miranda Morales. We're talking zombie lumberjack match. I want to wrap this topic up, Miranda, by explaining to you and the whole entire world why this is okay. Why it's okay for me. Now, I'm not going to give everybody the promoter talk. Even though that influences almost everything. Greg, you're a wrestling promoter. I know. We're about to do a whole show on that. So, I... um, and I did a whole show on it already, Chair Shot Radio, although it was different. But still, I – and it wasn't about IZW. I – but I look through – I look at wrestling through the lens of the wrestling business and the business end of things in the world of pro wrestling. And I think back to the late 90s, very late 90s, and an edition of Nitro where there was a match involving the big show and maybe Hogan. I can't remember who it was. But it ran over. The match ran over. And TNT was premiering a brand new TV show that night. And so they told people to stay tuned because the match would continue during the commercial breaks of the new TV show. And so while the in-ring arena probably saw about eight or nine minutes worth of action, like a traditional overrun, we as fans watched the show. And then every time we went to commercial, caught a little snippet of the match until it was over. And I think it was a, a fuck finish anyway, so it didn't matter. But... Everyone lost their collective minds about that as well because they were like, why did we have to watch this show in order to watch that? But it was a brand new show on TNT and they obviously used WCW to drive viewership for this brand new show. And everybody was mad about this, Miranda. I was not. And here's why. I was happy that wrestling is where it is to be used in this capacity. That this business that we all love so much is big enough, powerful enough, and important enough to be used to drive eyeballs towards someone else. Usually it's like, what's the lead-in for wrestling to help drive the wrestling audience? In this case, it's like, what can the wrestling audience drive to someone else's product? And that was showing that TNT saw WCW as valuable enough to drive viewership to this new product, this new show that they put out. I'm the same way here. WWE is big enough. And of course, Dave Batista, Hall of Famer, WWE, once he finally goes in. And because he couldn't this past year for, for whatever whatever reason that, that people might, might think. And it's fine. Dave, it's me, Dave. But WWE is so powerful, they could be used to promote this zombie movie. What's it called? Army of the Dead? Is that what it's called? Yes. I was told it's, it should be called Zombie Ocean's Eleven, which means I'm going to watch it. So I have not watched it yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like that. I mean, that is like the cool suits, but the same concept applies, and they're right. zombies, and they're guns, and it's in Not Vegas, as so. the cool suits. <laughs> yeah, like there's not cool suits. I'm just saying. Like, I that's know. Just, for someone as a fan of have you watched Oceans it as already? you are. No, not yet. It comes out May 21st. So oh, I thought it was already. Okay. Doing this. Uh, as we... far as I know, it's. Can, it's can we? It's actually it's in the theaters right now because I could have gone to the theaters and seen. Well, it's in theaters, okay. Yeah. It's We're on, on Netflix. Supposed to come out. Netflix, can we do? Uh, later can we do the second ever movie review next week on the hashtag uh, Miranda Show? Hell yeah! Okay, just 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 mark it down. Next week we're going to do that on the hashtag Miranda Show. We could do it on Babyface Seal Podcast. But we'd probably be stealing something from Ben Wigan Nerds. So, ah, uh, we'll see. I'll talk to Patrick. I'll figure it out. But anyway. So wrestling is big enough and important enough to be used to promote this movie. And I'm proud of that. 
Because as the WWE's business goes, so does the wrestling business. And not even me as a promoter, just me as a fan, just somebody who loves wrestling and continues to love wrestling. I want it to be successful and I want it to be around forever. At least as long as I'm around and you're around and everybody else is around that we interact with on a daily basis now. So I want this to continue. And so if this is the thing we have to do to continue to prove the value of pro wrestling, the value of sports entertainment, count me in. It's one match on one pay-per-view. People are still talking about it. Yeah, they're not talking about Damian Priest, which is who they should be talking about because they're going to try to push him. And I'm just worried that it ain't going to work. But I'm down with what they did and how they used the WWE product to push this zombie movie. I'm more in favor of it than Dave Batista was because he shit all over it. And he's in the movie. But I'm still 100% in favor of it because that's what wrestling is. And I'm fine with it. Disclaimer, I also didn't watch WrestleMania Backlash. So there we go. That's kind of, I knew we weren't going to talk about it on the shows and I took the opportunity to not watch it. Will I go back and watch most of the elements? Yes. Did I go back and watch enough of the zombie apocalypse match to know what's going on? Yes. Do I want to see Roman Reigns versus Cesaro? Yes. Will I? Yes. Obviously I will. That's where we are with that. So that's my spiel, Miranda. I am for it because of what it means our business is. Thoughts? it's a really accurate way of looking at the big picture. And I think we've talked about this before um, many times, but I think wrestling fans still look at this as, you know, this is my, this is my wrestling. And as much as people want it to be respected and valued outside of wrestling, wrestling fans also have a very hard time, you know, when new fans come in or people are looking at wrestling in a a different perspective um, and it's becoming more, uh, recognized as a form of entertainment, not just a form of, you know, pro wrestling, but it's being looked at as a form of entertainment on a wider scale. And it's ac- absolutely true. It's a compliment. It should be taken as a compliment that this large scale movie decided to partner with the WWE to help, you know, promote this movie. Um, because so many times before it's been incredibly challenging for wrestling to be seen as a viable source of advertisement. Um, thinking about, you know, how much advertising has evolved with wrestling. Now, you know, you have major large companies who are investing thousands and thousands of dollars, uh, and even millions when you think about it. In the WWE, where back in you know the 80s and 90s, that was a struggle. We would never think of that cross-promotion happening. And so I think we walk this fine line of wanting it to be respected by other people and not being shit on and made fun of, but yet we don't want to let new people in or we get mad when it is more uh, viewed and when it is more... Uh, embedded in entertainment because we think it devalues what wrestling is. And again, this is WWE world wrestling entertainment. I've said it before. I'll say it again. It's an entertainment company who does who, whose form of entertainment. That's why wrestling. the letter E is so important. That's why it is the E in WWE. So what you're saying, Miranda, is that it's not good to take a tunnel vision, one track mind approach towards the world of professional wrestling. Huh? Go figure. Who would have thought that it's not good to have a narrow-minded viewpoint of pro wrestling? Hmm. Interesting. 
That's going to do it for this week's edition of Chair Shot Radio, or at least this Wednesday edition of Chair Shot Radio. As Miranda Morales falls out of her chair with laughter. My name is Greg DeMarco, at Chair Shot Greg, all over your social media. Her name is Miranda Morales. You can find her at the hashtag Miranda on Instagram, on Facebook, but not on Twitter, because she's the Twitterless heroine. She is also the queen of soft style. So go out there, grab one of those t-shirts. Where? Where can they grab one of those t-shirts? That's ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Continue to listen. Support tomorrow is Thursday. Therefore, you can get Ray Cash and Darren Max Kirkby. Head Trauma Thursdays, Midweek Mania, all other sorts of nicknames that they have for that show. But it is still Chair Shot Radio. It's sports. It's entertainment. It's sports entertainment. Thank you for listening. Until next time, I am Greg DeMarco and she is Miranda Morales. And she, well, she has a reminder for you. Don't forget to keep it hostile. And always use your head. I'm in the wrong place. There it is. A little less conversation, a little more action, please. TheChairShot.com TheChairShot.com Always use your head. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.